You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I am joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Dan Donovan, who is the founder and managing partner of Stratoscope and Ingressitech. Dan, thank you for joining us today. Laurel, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Uh, I want to go back in time and understand, first of all, tell us what these companies do, and then I want to go back to the beginning and the founding uh, days of these companies. So tell us about Stratoscope and Ingressitech first. Stratoscope is um, our consulting brand. It's our holding company and, and it's our consulting brand. And on the Stratoscope side, you know, we've been doing the same types of services for the last 20 plus years, um, but it's security design consulting for major stadiums and arenas. We get, we get engaged by teams or owners to ensure that their architects um, design all the security elements into their, into their new buildings. Um, on, and then we also do event planning. And we do a lot of special events where we are engaged to design the whole security plan for an event and then contract all of the important pieces to ensure that that security posture gets implemented to secure uh, those guests and make sure from a crowd management perspective that they have a great experience. Ingressotech is our is our technology rental company, and it's it's the latest in weapons detection systems that are uh, that are being used at a lot of events now. To, and, and really, it's it's a much better security posture, but above that, it's a great guest experience for guests that go to those events. I love it. Well, first of all, I, you're so humble when you talk about both sides of the business, but I mean, on the Stratoscope side, you're handling some of the biggest events in the world, including most recently the Super Bowl. How did that go? Share with us a little bit about that experience in a brand new stadium, the first time a city had, had ever held uh, that kind of event. I mean, the pressure was on. You know, it, it is. It's a it's a huge event. I had I've previously worked on uh, twelve Super Bowls directly for the NFL, where we were the contingency guys, and 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 in the middle of everything in the NFL control room on game days, um, Ingressotech was engaged by the by the NFL to secure the outer perimeter for the first time in the NS in the NFL Super Bowl history. Wow. So what that means is. You know, if you look at, you know, your L.A. based company, SoFi Stadium is a massive, beautiful building. The yeah. perimeter for the Super Bowl was, you know, probably three or four blocks in every direction, even bigger than the footprint of that stadium. So wow. it was it was an opportunity to really make sure that anybody that came to the building was was really in a, in a, in a very secure area. Um, and, and it went fantastic. The other thing that I love that you said is that you are, you're an event planner. And it's so funny because, you know, when you think event planner, at least when I do, because I'm on the agency side, you think of, you know, large scale production, but more on the experiential side. When you are talking about event production, you're talking about basically saving people's lives and making sure that guest experiences are seamless. Like there is such a difference in terms of what that looks like as it relates to the work that you do. So it just sounds, it's funny to me when you say event production, because to me, that's like 
a national tour for the road patrol, the road, uh, the, the Paw Patrol road, road tour. It's like totally different right. vibes. <laughs> right. Well, you know, we had all of those companies inside of that perimeter, you know, right. on location and all them, ESPN, the NFL Network, Fox Sports, you know, so they have huge activations inside of there. Um, and we're just we're just one piece of the pie to make sure it's a, it's a great event. Well, and the truth is, if you're doing your job right, then people don't even notice you, <laughs> which is well, kind true. of frustrating. My husband always says that about his web design and development. Like people don't actually pay attention. They only pay attention when shit goes wrong, you know? Exactly. 100% true. <laughs> um, so take us back to the beginning days. Um, obviously, you and I met through uh, a Facebook engagement, which was really cool, and then realized that there was so much more there for us. But I don't think I know your founding story. Well, it's an interesting story. Um, it dates back... You know, I coached football at Georgia Tech way back in the in the mid '90s, and then I ended up at the Atlanta Olympics. And I'm I'm working on the organizing committee side, and I'm on the sport department side. I was recruited to go work with the Sydney Olympics, and I ended up running the sports department, the competition side, from '96 to 2000. Lived in Australia. Both of my kids are born there. Oh wow! And after the, after that Olympic Games, I started my first consulting company called the Intercon Group. And, and we, we're going to save the world in operational readiness and crisis management and preparing companies for the problems they're going to face. We're working with the Salt Lake Olympics and Coca-Cola and some other big brands and 9-11 happened and, you know, Oof. another world changing event. Yeah. So, you know, I called my business partner and I said, we're going to be a security company. And fortunately, he's, he's former Australian military special forces. I was just an event guy. <laughs> but I knew the need was going to be there, right? And right, so right. We, we've created a real niche out of applying security best practices to the event side and understanding what the implications are for the overall event. Um, I sold that company in, in 2011 um, to Guidepost Solutions in New York. I always felt like I needed a New York address and <laughs> stayed with that firm for, I don't know, six or seven years. Moved over to another New York firm called TNM USA, and helped them grow that. And, and and fortunately, my clients followed me through each of the different you know email addresses and business cards that I held. In the middle of the pandemic, we decided that it was time to go back out on our own. So in um, September of 2020, we took Strat we we created Stratoscope, the brand and the company, and um, and Ingressotech. We had been talking with the manufacturers of these technologies, and we felt the timing was right. It was a bit of a risk to do it in the middle of a pandemic when we're so yeah. event focused. But you know, we had a great year last year, and, and and this year's you know shaping up to be another good year. Well, I think to your point, most great companies like the Apples and the Microsofts of the world actually start in a down economy. They start when their backs are up against the wall because that's when you really know what you're made of. So I think that it was probably really great timing because you were able to um, strategize and get all your ducks in a row and then really launch big. And this is going to be a huge year for you. I know you have a lot of massive events coming up. Can you share with us what's on the docket for 2022? It's 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 a full docket already, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but obviously we're looking for more. We have um, just this week, we're at the Players' Championship uh, in Ponte Vedra, which is you know one of the premier PGA Tour events. Uh, with the Ingressotech brand. And we're in the middle of, you know, the final planning stages where we're running all of the security for the NCAA women's final four, which will culminate first weekend in April in Minneapolis. And it's been really 
you know, I have a daughter that plays college basketball. And if you, if you recall during the final four last year, when the men's and women's teams were in these bubbles, the men were in Indianapolis and the women were in San Antonio and, you know, a female player tweeted some photos of a so-called weight room down in San Antonio. And it, it, it spurred a conversation that was necessary to take place for quite a while. And what that meant was the NCAA did a whole review of their gender equity mm-hmm. and put, put the same kind of resources behind women's basketball as the men's basketball side gets, which led to the NCAA turning to us to, to be the first consultant for the women's final four. And we're very proud of it and, and looking, really looking forward to that event um, in Minneapolis. Well, I mean, it's not surprising that you're the ones that are handling it because you really are, you're the people behind the scenes that make everyone else look good. Uh, and that's the truth of the work that you do. Again, it's if you're doing your job right, nobody pays attention to what you're doing. Um, how has the pandemic shifted security in general? Obviously, we don't want any of the industry secrets. You can't give away the the farm, but has it shifted? Have people become more aggressive? Like, what are you seeing in, in the field? Well, you know, if you go back to, you know, 2021, when events started coming back and, and we had to shift, we had to pivot like everybody else. Right. And, and we became COVID experts and, and we, we, we helped, you know, the NCAA was our biggest client last year. We helped them deliver 296 events from, wow. you know, March through June and, and do it really well with all the COVID protocols that had to be in place. And, and really it was operationalizing that, that the medical teams that were necessary working with local health departments. And, you know, we talk about this as, as, as things evolve, there's always something new, you know, there was, we had power outages at Candlestick Park on Monday night football, and we had a power outage in New Orleans during the Super Bowl. And all of a sudden the engineers became really part of the focus of the planning. And, you know, in 2021, it was the health departments and you had to have those people. Now what we're seeing in, 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 in you follow the news, et cetera, you're seeing a lot of disgruntled people at right. events and um, in airports. They just snap. Yeah, they just yeah. snap. And, and there, there is a lot of pent up, you know, challenges that the country's facing and we're seeing them at those events. Um, but, you know, we've got, you know, it, it's, it's just the devil's in the detail of having the right plans in place and, and policies and the, build, the ability to proactively see problems that are going to happen. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's what we're engaged to do. Well, you're doing it very well. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to elevate your brand, but not quite ready to sign up with an agency? We're not mad about it. In fact, we think it's a really smart marketing move to make sure that you're ready before you spend those big marketing dollars. And since we're such a solutions-oriented team, of course, we came up with a solution for you. We created a nine-course educational webinar series that will kickstart your marketing strategy. This series was made for startups and small businesses who want to implement strong branding and establish smart marketing strategies from social media to search and beyond. Sign up today, take our free course to test us out, and elevate your brand in 2022. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with Dan Donovan, who is the founder and managing partner of Stratoscope and Ingress Tech. We were talking about um, some of the history around the brand, the um, experience that you've seen during COVID. Are there any um, anything that you think that has been a positive that's come out of that experience from a security standpoint? Is it Are people 
overly cautious in a good way now? Or do you think it's gone too far to the right and now we're, it's going to come back? Like the pendulum's going to swing back? I think people, what we're seeing is people want to get out. And yeah. and I think people are, are accepting the world that we live in now. And I, th- I think we're going to see less of the challenges. I think some of the problems that we saw in, in, in second half of 21, as, as, as it relates to, you know, some of this disgruntled stuff is because the industry had to shift again and look after health department stuff and COVID related stuff, some of us, you know, some took their eye off the ball of the standard, you know, security posture that they had, had to have in place. And, you know, staffing hurts everybody. And it's yeah. been a challenge in a lot of places. And it's it's been tough to, you know, for our clients to get the staff to come back and and, and really do the jobs that they did pre-COVID. Yeah. You, you beat me to my next question, which was, you know, has the staffing issues, um, you know, permeated in security and how has that impacted the work that you do? Uh, you just answered that question, but it's also one of the reasons why Ingressa Tech is such a valuable tool because it actually eliminates the need for physical bodies, which I know you've told me many times is not actually an effective screening methodology. Can you share this a bit about that? Yeah, you know, when we partnered with 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 the two leading companies, um, Evolve with their Express technology and, and Cheo with their OpenGate technology, and it does it, it it reduces the manpower that's required to do screening in an effective and thorough process is 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 one major point. But most importantly, is what we've seen in in, in testing ourselves and testing other entities that are deploying it. You know, we call it red teaming. Is mm-hmm. is the effectiveness is there. You know, the the traditional process of walk-through metal detectors and a, and a guard going through your bag, you know, I've seen the size of your bag when, <laughs> when, they, when they go through. Um, Way to call me out, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's a tough job. And, and we don't invest that much in that staff. And a lot of stuff tends to, you know, it slips through because of the, the pressure to do it in, in a quick manner. And, um, the technologies that are out there now really are more thorough and effective, less reliant on the human, you know, factor, and and more reliant on on technology to 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 show that hey, this guest is not ready to come in. We still yeah. have a a problem, and and it's just an easier way of doing things um, that that's far more effective. I I was just saying on another call today that the word efficient is one of my favorite words. Because it is exactly what you want life to be like. And I feel like technology, or I know that technology has made my life easier, even down to something as simple as being able to order your coffee and going and picking it up and not having to worry that someone's going to mess your order up because they got, they heard you wrong, right? It's the same kind of concept in terms of that, that uh, user experience and that flow, um, especially when there's uh, ingress of tens of thousands of guests at a time. I mean, the volume that your teams see is bigger, the, the biggest events literally in the world. So you've got to have efficiency. Otherwise, it's chaos. Well, it, it, it is. And, and, you know, you're going to see on, on my video blog, it's going to come out soon. I was, I was having a dinner with Jim Mercurio at, at Levi Stadium. And he, he reminded me a, a very good point, though. We, we do need to embrace technology. But process is really still the driver, right? Even if you're ordering your coffee. Mm-hmm. If if the process isn't really well worked out and the people aren't trained to do it the right way at, at your local Starbucks or, or wherever you go, you know, there's still failures. So 
we, we love embracing the new technology, but I think we sometimes we forget that we've got to still focus on the process with the humans that are that are making it happen. Absolutely. Can you give us a case study of um, or an example of something that's that could have gone really, really badly, but because of the work that you that you did, um, you know, uh, crisis was averted? Wow. Um it's a little I, redundant, I guess, because if it was if it didn't happen, how could you know that it would have happened? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it, it's. I'll I'll go back to process, right? We mm-hmm. were we, we were we were running an event for Salesforce, right, in San Francisco, and and we decided that it was a really good idea to implement vehicle screening for the event days. We're at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. We got forty five thousand people, and you know, we pushed hard for, for the client to do this. And, and so we had a good plan in place and we're screening all the vehicles that are, that are getting access to the loading docks um, at, at, the, at the, two, the different buildings. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it's, it's day one of the event. And, and Mark Benioff, the CEO, he's got his keynote coming up in like two hours and it is the focus of the event. And I've got to get 8,000 people into a room that are, that are screened multiple times and make sure that the other 34, 40,000 people go to the, the auxiliary locations. And I've got 20 of my team out there making this all happen. And we're getting ready for that. And we have a um, an, an canine unit that alerts on a, on a car that's going into a loading dock. Oof. And it gets, it gets a little hairy, right? Because yeah. if, if, if we have to turn that over to local law enforcement, they're going to bring a lot of resources and probably create a big perimeter and probably we're going to, we're, we're going to miss, you know, some of the operational side of getting Mr. Benioff's keynote done. Right. Not to mention the optics on that. Not so great. Right. I mean, your, your, your business conference attendees don't want to see those vehicles pull up with, 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 the, with the, those types of resources coming out. So we were able to work through, you know, true process with, the right resources on site to mitigate that, that alert and, and canine units. I love them, but there are, there, there are non-explosive substances that they can alert on. Uh, and was it a false alarm? It is. It's, it, it's, it's not really technically a false alarm. Could have been a cleaning solution that had, you know, some sort of, it turned out that this particular one was a delivery that wasn't on the master delivery schedule, which is also a red flag um, and it turned out to be some stage components that had been at a show the night before where they had um, fireworks at it. Oh, so there was debris or like residue. There was residue. So wow. the dog did his job. Right. The handler did his job. Um, but we were able to work through process to ensure that we didn't have the problem that, you know, it could have become. And, and, and we were able to keep the, the event running in, in the way that it was designed. And, and nobody and was any the wiser. Huh? Nobody, no, not many were, were of the wiser, but we've got a ton of, you know, those examples, um, you know, that we've been involved in and, and, you know, probably the biggest being the lights going out in the Super Bowl, but that's a much longer story than we have time Ooh. for today. <laughs> I want to come, have you come back and tell that story. Sure. Um, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's me again, Laurel Mintz, host of Elevate Your Brand podcast and the CEO of Elevate My Brand. In these wild times, social media is really having its moment. 
According to the Harris Poll, upwards of 51% of U.S. adults are using social media now more than ever. In other words, your brand better step up its social media game ASAP. Good thing we're pros at social media marketing here at EMB. If you're ready to elevate your brand, slide into our DMs or give us a call after this episode. All right, chatting with my friend Dan Donovan, founder and managing partner of Stratoscope and Ingress Attack. Now, you know, obviously we're a marketing agency. We've worked together for some time. I want to know where the names came from because I don't know if I've even ever told you this, Dan, but have you ever, did you ever see the movie Hackers? I don't recall. It's a hilarious movie. It's, a, it's like a fun, techie, very dry movie. But anyways, they, they go to a company and the name of the company is something like Stratoscope or Ingress Tech or something like that. And so whenever I think of your brand names, I think of this like futuristic vision of what technology is supposed to be like. Um, just a small story I wanted to share, but where did the names actually come from? Well, you know, when I decided to do this again, in 2001, I started my first consulting company and we called it the Inacon Group. We had no professional assistance. We didn't hire any marketing or branding companies, just a, a, a bunch of, you know, left brain analytical guys that sat around and came up with this. And Inacon stood for integrated operations continuum. Like we were super smart, right? <laughs> and I hated that name for the 10 years that I that we had that company. Um, so when I decided to do this a second time, I, I, I told my, my partners and I said, listen, we are going to spend to get the right experts, to get the right brand from the beginning. And, mm -hmm. and so we, we engaged a firm and, and I thought they did a very good job coming up with the brand stratoscope and then the brand ingresso tech and using the O in, in the two strato and ingresso as our kind of perimeter O that talks about the stuff that we do. And, and it's, it's, it's been a very important piece for me in the second go round and, and then engaging your firm, you know, to really help us grow that brand. Um, there's not many security companies or event companies even, and, and, you know, we, we say we're in security, but we're really event operators or security ops. Mm -hmm. There's just not many companies out there that, that invest in growing their brand. And right. we're, we're very committed to doing it. That's why we have your team on the job, why we, we paid, you know, for the, for the, the branding exercise we went through at the beginning. And, um, you know, a, a lot of the, the boldness of Stratoscope and, and Ingresso Tech, you know, they really kind of modeled it off of kind of my personality style. You know, I'm not a very meek person. So they said, if, you, if I'm going to run it, it, it needs to be a bold brand. And I think they, I think they did very well. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't think you know this, but we have all hands meetings with our teams every Mondays. And whenever we talk about your companies, it's, we, we know we talk about all of our other companies. And then when it comes to yours, I have to say it with a certain tone. I, I always go stratoscope, ingress attack. Like it's like this really <laughs> like intense moment of like talking about the brand. Cause it just, it just feels that, you know, it has a specific energy behind it. And I think that's what you're kind of speaking to. Totally. Um, now that you have done all these Super Bowls, I mean, you're, you take care of most of the biggest stadiums in the country. Um, obviously, we have a plan of action in terms of how we're going to grow you from a visibility and awareness standpoint. But where does a brand like this go? Uh, you're already at the top, it feels like. Well, I, you know, I appreciate that. That's a very nice compliment. There, there's a lot of work to go around. And, and there's, there's some, some great other companies that we partner with at times and we compete with at times. 
and you know, part of the strategy is is to consolidate the market a bit and and totally. and, and raise you know everybody to kind of the same playing field. Um, we so that's part of our roadmap um, on the stratoscope side. Um, we've we have a great name in the sports side of the business, you know. 14 Super Bowls and seven Olympic Games and NBA All-Star Weekends and, and Levi Stadium, the Chase Center and Fiserv and it, a, a lot of big brands. Where we're, where we're really focused is, is in the, the, the B2B and B2C event business mm-hmm. where we're working with brands like, you know, how you and I met with Facebook and, and, and Salesforce and Amazon and Google and Oracle and, you know, bringing that same security um, posture and, and best practices and discipline to, to these events, because they're just as high a risk, um, as, you know, as putting 20,000 people in arena, having 45,000 people at a, at a conference at a, at a convention center. Well, especially because those convention center events, while the venue is the same, those events are always evolving. I would imagine that those are actually, it's a question I should ask you, are those types of events more challenging to produce and protect than the bigger stadium ones because they are kind of rinse and repeat or is everyone its own animal? Well, they are more challenging and and I'll go back to um, the, the, the route 91 shooting in Las Vegas. Mm. We were, I had a team on site. We were, we were doing the load in for a, a, a Rodan and Fields conference mm-hmm. that was literally, you know, a block away from the, the Route 91 area. And I got a phone call that was a Sunday night. I was getting on a flight to go to San Francisco for meetings with, with Salesforce that early Monday morning. And, and my lead that, that was running the Rodan and Fields event, you know, he woke me up at two in the morning on the East Coast told me to turn the news on and they, he was, he was working with the hotel to lock it down. And, you know, another, another big changing event for our industry. Yeah. And I, I made sure he had the resources he needed. I got on that, on the plane. I live on the East coast. I got on the plane early Monday morning and, and went straight to San Francisco and, and, and I'm meeting with, you know, the Catherine Simmons, who was, was the lead from, on the Salesforce side, on the production side, on the marketing side, and Chris Mann, who was the lead from a security perspective. And, and we, we had a whole new set of variables to work from, mm. right? Because that incident, you know, the, 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 the entities that ran that event had no control over where this threat came from. Right. And we're, we're looking at downtown San Francisco on that Monday. We literally went out to the Moscone Center and looked around and said, you know, Catherine looked at me and said, what do you need? Like, yeah, just tell us what you need. And so it has changed. And, you know, part of that event is outdoors. And a lot of our, our business conferences have an outdoor element. And there's a there's there's a concert. Usually we've done, you know, U2 at the Cow Palace or, or Bruno Mars and Metallica and Janet Jackson right outside of, you know, City Hall in San Francisco. So there's a lot of outdoor elements. And and, and there is a, a real focus by these larger tech companies and, and other business conferences to ensure that their guests are as safe as they are going to a, an arena or a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of pressure for sure. But, um, you know, pressure that you, you handle really gracefully. I would be, I would just lose it. I don't think I could handle the amount of pressure knowing that I have those many people's lives in my hands. It's, it's a lot. Um, but 
I think that thanks to people like you, we will all feel safe going back into our day-to-day -day activities, going to concerts, going to events like that. So I personally just want to thank you for the work that you do because it means that I'm protected and I can live my life, uh, you know, kind of going back to normal eventually very soon. So thank you, Dan. Well, I appreciate that. But, you know, I have a great team of people and really what makes these successful is the relationships we build with, you know, local and state and federal law enforcement in those areas because we can do all the best planning, you know, we want and, and, and can plan until for every contingency possible. It's, it's, it's really those partners in, in the law enforcement community that, that, that make the big difference for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the last few minutes that we have left, I have a couple of quick fire questions. Uh, well, the first one is really, uh, is there an event that's been your favorite that you've produced over time? Or is that like asking to choose between your children? <laughs> it, it, it is a little bit of the children thing. You know, doing doing the Super Bowl with the NFL, you know, Jim Steig, Frank Sapovitz, and Peter O'Reilly, they gave us some great opportunity to really be in the middle of, of the real the real detail planning that that the NFL and the resources they put behind um, the Super Bowl. And and so that's always going to be, you know, near and dear. And I, I brought up Salesforce a few times. We've done, I think, 10 Dreamforce conferences. Wow. So we've grown up with them over time. And, you know, as as the founder and, and managing partner, I tell my guys to get me out of the, the minutia and out of the details. But, you know, there's one or two events where I tend to get my fingers too much into it. And, and th <laughs> th those would probably be the two. And, you know, the women's final four coming up in Minneapolis. I'm from Minneapolis. My daughter played college basketball. It's the first our first engagement with women's basketball on the NCAA side. So I found myself in the middle of things again. And I'm sure Calvin Graber on our, on our team who runs our <laughs> consulting division is is is, is going to be ready to kick me out of, of that one too. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So now for the quick fire. Uh, cocktail of choice. I'm a wino. Um, Sauvignon Blanc if the sun's up and then a variety of red wines when the sun goes down. Okay. Uh, what is the one thing you could not live without during the pandemic? Wow. Um, wine. <laughs> I'm sensing a through line here, Dan. I knew I liked you. Um, last question is what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that just pops into your head during our conversation or something that's had real meaning to you over time. Effort. And why? I think that you create your own luck by the effort that you put into whatever you're, you're dealing with. And, you know, I, I played high school and college sports. I coached, uh, now been successful in a few different businesses. And I, I think it is all about effort. And if you, if you're willing to put in the effort, you can create your own success. I love that. Um, well, on that note, thank you for putting in a little bit of effort with us today and sharing your amazing story and company with us, Dan. I really appreciate the time. Thank you for having me, Laurel. I, I really appreciate the time also. Before we wrap up, can you let people know how they can get in touch with you should they be in need of your services? Uh, two great websites, stratoscope.com or ingressotech.com, or you can, you can reach out to me directly. Um, D Donovan, D is in David, D is in David, O-N-O-V-A-N at stratoscope.com. And this is going to be my shameless plug. We've got dinner with Dan coming out very soon, which is a really fun uh, webinar or video series that we're doing with Dan to showcase some of these amazing events that he's doing and leadership in the space. So that's my shameless plug for you, Dan. <laughs> I appreciate it. We're, I'm looking forward to those uh, coming out. 
That's going to be a lot of fun. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Mm -hmm.